0: morning it's Wednesday it's June 6th it's a beautiful day here in the Northeast and today is the birthday of Pearl S. Buck she was born June 6th 1892 she passed March 6th 1973 she was a very famous American novelist and the quote is this if you want to understand today you have to search yesterday and that's your quote of the day Good morning, and here are your horoscopes for June 6th from the New York Post and Sally Brompton. Aquarius, because everything seems to be going so well for you at the moment, there is a danger that you could get a bit sloppy and lose focus, so it's time to get serious. Check you're still moving in the right direction, and if not, make adjustments. Pisces, if there are any doubts about what you're doing still lurking in the back of your mind you must get rid of them fast what happens between now and the weekend will bring opportunities to excel in your chosen field of endeavor to get your act together aries if something stops you from moving in a particular direction today you should take it as a sign you're not supposed to go there the planets are trying to tell you something and maybe save you from yourself Be smart and listen. Taurus, arrival is putting you under a considerable amount of pressure at the moment, but under no circumstances can you give up. Taurus is a fixed sign and can hold out longer than most, so be stubborn and refuse to play their silly games. Gemini, are you 100% certain about what it is you desire? Today's Sun-Mercury union will help you see clearly where you are at the moment and where you want to be in the very near future. Make your plans and then act on them. Cancer, it may seem as if your rivals are getting all the breaks at the moment, and maybe they are, but that should mean nothing to you. It's not about what other people do, Cancer. It's about what you choose to do, so toughen up and get started. Leo, the most important thing now is that you have faith in yourself because without it, you're not going to get very far. Whatever challenge you're faced with today, you can and you must meet it head on. Believe you can win, and you will. Virgo, sit quietly and let your inner voice speak to you today. Chances are the idea you've been waiting for will at some point just pop into your head. It's been there all the time, of course, but it's only now that you are starting to listen. Libra, your imaginative powers are on a high at the moment, and no matter how weird and wonderful some of your thoughts are that come into your head today, you must be taking some of them seriously, and you must act on some of them quickly. That means right now, Libra. Scorpio, try not to think of yourself as separate from other people or you could easily start to feel cut off from the world. We are all part of a greater cosmic whole, and no matter where you go or what you do, you will never truly be alone. Sagittarius, today's union of the Sun and Mercury in your opposite sign of Gemini will bring news of some sort. Will it be good news or bad news? There is no way of knowing for sure, but... Whatever it is, you'll find ways to turn it to your advantage. Capricorn, you've been asking yourself a lot of questions of late, and some of the answers you get over the next two or three days will surprise you. They could also have a beneficial effect on your health if you trust your inner voice. And these are your horoscopes for June 6th. If you are born on June 6th, your mental powers will be even sharper than usual over the coming year. But there is also a danger that your imagination will impose itself in ways that cloud your judgment. The world is what it is, so deal only in facts and avoid wishful thinking. You are very sweet. Playful, charming, and can be very skilled at selling pretty much anything. You have a great love of beauty and pleasure. And while you can be fickle, you're not irresponsible either. You love telling stories and sharing jokes. Personal freedom is essential in your relations. And you have a very progressive view of relationships in general. Famous people born today include Sandra Bernhardt, Thomas Mann, Bjorn Borg, Amanda Pays, Pearl S. Buck. Happy birthday, Gemini! June 6, Today in Rock. 1960, the Platters lead singer Tony Williams leaves the group to embark on a solo career. Williams sang lead on Platters classics such as Only You, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes, and The Great Pretender, but was unable to crack the top 40 on his own. Roy Orbison's Only the Lonely was released in the U.S., where it would go on to reach number two on the Billboard Hot 100. In the U.K., it would top the chart next October. Bing Crosby was presented with a platinum disc to commemorate his 200 millionth record sold. The Silver Beetles and Jerry and the Pacemakers appear together at Wallasey, England. They are billed as Jive and Rock, Specialists. 1962, after an unsuccessful audition for Decca Records, the Beatles performed for producer George Martin at EMI Records in London. Martin was later quoted as saying, They were pretty awful. I understand why other record companies turned them down, but signed them to a contract the following month. John, Paul, George, and Pete Best were each paid approximately $12.07 for the session. 1964, the Dixie Cups became the first American group to top the Billboard chart in 1964 when Chapel of Love went to number one. Up until then, the year had been dominated by the Beatles and U.S. solo performers, and the song reached number 22 in the U.K., in 1969, Rod Stewart, lead singer of the Jeff Beck Group, signs a solo recording contract with Mercury Records. 1970, with tongue firmly in cheek, Eric Clapton tells the UK's Melody Maker magazine that he intends to vote for guitarist B.B. King in the upcoming British election. In 1971, John Lennon and Yoko Ono joined Frank Zappa's Mothers of Invention on stage at the Fillmore East in New York, where they performed a few numbers together. 1982, Stevie Wonder, Jackson Brown, Bob Dylan, Joan Baez, Tom Petty, Linda Ronstadt, Dan Fogelberg, and Crosby, Stills, and Nash perform at the We Have a Dream anti-nuclear concert at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. 1987, Michael Jackson announced that he was breaking all ties with the Jehovah's Witnesses. Jackson was raised as a Jehovah's Witness, and in years past would don disguises and go door to door with the Watchtower message in cities where he was performing. Kim Wilde took on the Holland Dozier Holland classic, "You Keep Me Hanging On." To the top of the Billboard chart was the third time that the song made it into the top ten following the original version by The Supremes, number one in 1966, and a remake by Vanilla Fudge, number six, in 1968. 1990, Jim Hodder, drummer with Steely Dan on their hits Do It Again and Reeling in the Years, drowned in his swimming pool at his Point Arena, California home. He was 42. In 1993 a reformed Velvet Underground played at Wembley Arena, London. The stage version of The Who's rock opera Tommy wins five trophies at the annual Tony Awards in New York City. The show will run until 1995 for a total of 899 performances. In 2000, Alice Cooper caused a stir when a song from his album Brutal Planet contained a tune called Wicked Young Man. The track describes an adolescent with a pocket full of bullets and a blueprint of the school, clearly a reference to the April ninth, 1999 shootings at Columbine High School in Littleton, Colorado. In 2001, 20 of Elton John's automobiles sold at auction for 2.75 million. Elton said he didn't have time to drive them anymore and the most expensive was a 93 Jaguar that sold for over $330,000. In 2002, Robin Crosby, guitarist for the L.A. group Rat, who reached the top 40 twice with Round and Round, Lay It Down, died after a long illness two months prior to his 43rd birthday. In 2003, Dave Roberry, the keyboardist who joined the Animals in May of 1965 and played on several major hits, including we got to get out of this place, it's my life, and don't bring me down, passed away of an apparent heart attack one month shy of his 63rd birthday. Despite his contributions to the band's success, he was not included when they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1994. A judge in London, England, ruled that rap lyrics should be treated as a foreign language after admitting that he was unsure of the meaning of Shizzle My Nizzle, and Mish Mish Man. The court battle was over a copyright issue between the Antle Mob and the Heartless crew who had used the lyrics on a remix. 2005, after hearing 14 weeks of testimony, the jury in the Michael Jackson child molestation case began deliberations. In 2006, Billy Preston, The keyboardist who had a series of hit singles in the 1970s, including Will It Go Round in Circles and Nothing From Nothing, passed away at the age of 59. Billy was the only backing musician to ever be credited on a Beatles single when his name appeared on Get Back. 2010. Marvin Isley, bass player for the legendary funk band the Isley Brothers, died of undisclosed causes at the age of 56. After he joined the group in 1973, the band continued to chart throughout the 70s with hit songs like Who's That Lady, Fight the Power, and Between the Sheets. In 2015, singer Ronnie Gilbert, member of the influential 1950s folk quartet The Weavers, passed away at the age of 88. The Weavers were known for songs like On Top of Old Smokey, Kisses Sweeter Than Wine, The Wreck of the John B., and Rock Island Line. 2017, the site of the 1969 Woodstock Music Festival was officially recognized for its place in history when Governor Andrew Cuomo announced that Bethel Woods Center for the Arts had been placed on the National Register of Historic Places. And a week after topping the UK chart, the 50th anniversary edition of the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's lonely hearts club band rose to number three on the billboard 200 album chart and this was your day in rock so why did the clydesdale give the pony a glass of water because he was a little horse So there's a lot of volcanic activity in the news, some very tragic uh, events taking place. And I found an article on The Telegraph, published June 4th by Hugh Morris. Is volcanic activity on the rise? And if so, where's next? In November, Mount Agung in Bali, Erupted, sending plumes of smoke and ash 30,000 feet into the air and shutting the popular holiday islands-only airport. More than 400 flights a day were canceled until Denpasar reopened. Last month, eyes turned to Hawaii, where Kilauea, said to be continuously simmering, blew violently spewing out lava flows, cracking the earth and spitting out rock projectiles, and the volcano remains on high alert. Now Fuego in Guatemala is the latest to erupt, killing and injuring hundreds more in the most violent eruption in the Central American country in decades. Three days of national mourning have been declared after the volcano hurled rocks, smoke and ash into the sky. El Rodeo, a village nearby, has been all but destroyed by a flow of lava. Are volcanoes getting more active? According to the National Museum of Natural History's Global Volcanism program, more than 1,500 volcanoes on the planet have erupted at some point in the last 11,500 years. Their current geological epoch, otherwise known as the Holocene period, today some 15 are erupting, a figure common for any given point in modern history. Clive Oppenheimer Professor of Volcanology at the University of Cambridge, says there has not been an increase in volcanic activity. There have been quite a few eruptions in the news lately, so people question whether there's an increase in rates of volcanism that we're seeing just now, and this isn't really the case, he said. Eruptions are happening all the time. Some make the news headlines and others don't. If we look back at statistics in time, the main thing we see is reporting bias. There are not many eruptions during World War II, for example, when people had other things to really worry about. So of course, things will flare up in one place or another place, and then it will be very much how those eruptions affect people and whereabouts in the world as to whether that then becomes newsworthy. Can we predict which volcano will blow next? According to an article published late last year by a trio of volcanologists on The Conversation, there are six volcanoes showing signs of unrest and in need of monitoring them. Among them was Kilauea in Hawaii, which did erupt last month. Oppenheimer, who made documentary film Into the Inferno with Werner Herzog in 2016, said monitoring of volcanoes has become incredibly sophisticated but science can only predict so much in hawaii in indonesia in italy where there are volcanoes known to be erupting there are agencies institutes observatories that are doing 24 7 monitoring measuring the earthquakes occurring on volcanoes looking at the changing shapes of the volcano and looking at the gas emissions, so it's possible to make some sort of assessment of what the volcano might be gearing up to in the future, he said. Of course, the next big eruption is likely to be in the volcanic region that we already know about. But I think one of the lessons of history, even recent history, is that really big eruptions have not happened at volcanoes that scientists were looking at. We tend to focus on volcanoes that have erupted in recent times, but the really big events can happen at volcanoes that have been quiet, that have been dormant for many centuries or even millennia. They've been biding their time building up a reservoir of magma in the crust. He cited the eruptions of Mount Pina Tubo in the Philippines in 1991, El Chichon in Mexico in 1982, and Chaitan in Chile in 2008 as volcanoes that were not on the scientific radar yet produced very large eruptions. That's something we should keep in mind going forward, he said. It might not be a volcano that's currently well monitored that will lead to the next major volcanic eruption. All right. So nothing unusual is happening. It's just that it's affecting a large amount of people is what is unusual, is what I take from this article. And I hope you have a great Wednesday. I'll see you tomorrow.